Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty and Kelly Center with you again today from the First Bank Studio here in Hattiesburg. Glad you're with us wherever you're listening today. Well, Beach Volleyball won its first ever CCSA win, or won the first game in that conference or that league yesterday, beating Louisiana Monroe 4-1. We're going to be talking to the new beach volleyball coach, Sean Taylor, a little later in the program. Heath Hinton is the new owner of Big Gold Nation, which is a website where Golden Eagle fans from around the world gather to talk about Southern Miss sports and athletics. And we're going to be talking to Heath. We expect him here in the studio in a bit. And uh, lots of baseball news to go over as well. But first up, first up, Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of this show in the Eagle Hour. We appreciate them very much. Encourage you to enjoy their fresh food they cook in-house every day and remind you that the next time you have a special occasion of any kind and food is part of that occasion, why not enjoy the event, sit back, relax, cater it, and let Dickies do the cooking. Actually, I had some ribs last night from Dickies. Did you enjoy them? Oh, well, duh. Hello. Did you have the cream spinach? Hello. Thing? No, no. I, I had baked beans last I night. Did you remember to get your free soft serve ice cream at least? No, haven't we been over this? <laughs> We've been over this time and time again. And, I'm, you know, I was wearing some clothes that, I, that I'd taken to the cleaners probably about a year ago. Mm. And, of course, they were hanging up in my closet. But I went to put them on last night, and they had shrunk. That happens, doesn't it, Kelly? It's amazing. Yeah, I hadn't worn it in like a year. And I remember it fitting so well. And now, yeah. So I guess I have to be careful what, where I get them dry cleaned. You know, one time a couple of years ago, uh, I won't, I'll be brief here, but my wife drug me into shopping with her last time. She's invited me. You're about to know why. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, you know, she'll, women will try on things, go in and come out and say, how, how does this look? And we've been doing this, I don't know, it seemed like seven days. It had probably been a couple, three hours. And she comes out and I go, well, that, that looks fine. She says, well, I, I think, you know, I just don't know that it fits exactly right. And I was just joking. I said, well, I got an idea. Why don't you just get a size bigger and that way you know it'll fit next year. She oh. didn't think it was funny. Well, let's Kelly. see if she it's up no, there. She had no sense of humor. Yeah, let's see if the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. She <laughs> hasn't invited me back. Yeah, no, that's that's not uh, a good. So when, that's similar to what you experienced. Well, I, I guess, but I think it probably shrunk because I clearly haven't put on any weight. No, yeah. no, none that I've noticed. <laughs> 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 Those allergies acting up again, huh, Bob? This time of year is terrible. All right. We've got lots of sports to talk about today. Southern Miss, Ole Miss in baseball last night. Entertaining baseball game. Disappointing, of course, as the Golden Eagles lost the game 4-3. to But, boy, it was really exciting. Ole Miss took a 2 to nothing lead. The Golden Eagles came back, tied that up, then went ahead 3-2. to And then uh, they, they make really one pitching mistake all night, one bad pitch, uh, uh, Ole Miss, to their credit, uh, their pinch hitter, Hayden Leatherwood, hits a two-run home run in the bottom of the seventh inning. 
They go ahead four to three. Golden Eagles get runners at first and third in the ninth inning last night with only one out, but then get two Ks and fall to Ole Miss four to three. But Kelly Sander, I think there's a you know, Ole Miss is a very good baseball team, very experienced, really good program. Southern Miss playing a ton of sophomore, a, a freshman last night. They pitched two freshman pitchers and one uh, redshirt sophomore. They hold Ole Miss to five hits over nine innings, strike out ten Rebel batters. There's a lot to be encouraged about when you look at the young play you're getting out of these kids. The problem is, is you've developed a tradition now, right? And it's not people don't want to talk about rebuilding they want to talk about reloading so your point is certainly well taken and i agree 100 percent there's a lot of talent in the future cupboards at at southern miss i know that coach barry will be disappointed about i think the seventh inning too they maybe had the bases loaded with uh one out or something like that and or, or no outs maybe and um and couldn't generate you know couldn't get anything across there with a couple of k's stranded 12 base runners yeah, yeah. so and and in that series last weekend coach talked about how they were getting the key hits when they needed them those are the time that you need those hits is when you got some ducks on the pond and it didn't happen last night of course you have to credit Ole Miss's pitching for that too but a great series for uh, all the fans to enjoy and and it doesn't get a whole lot easier for southern miss no. with with McNeese and Valpo you know Valpo might be a slight breather, but I mean, you go from McNeese and then you got to take on Mississippi State next week, which is uh, the yeah. Bulldogs are every bit as tough. Who ironically lost to an 0 and 9 team last night? It was hard to believe. Yeah, that was kind of a head scratcher. Uh, but you, you just don't know in college baseball. No, you don't. But when you're a team like Mississippi State, too, and they would never admit it, and I get it, and, and Ole Miss, and, and maybe even Southern Miss might think this, but never admit it publicly is look, we're going to get in. Southern Miss wouldn't admit it because, you know, you got FAU and FIU. But when you're in that that one league that we talk about where the dollar sign is the first right. letter in it, that you're going to get in, you know, no matter what. So let's let's try some young kids and see how they perform and see, you know, what they've got. And it sure didn't work out last night. I don't know what the plan was. but Right. Southern Miss down nine players last night that didn't, didn't make some of those pitchers that probably – wouldn't have pitched, but they were down nine players. They got a lot of young kids on the team, really starting. I think they started maybe four freshmen last night. Uh, to Ole Miss's defense, they, they had some young players at times in the game as well. Uh, I have a lot of respect for the, for the baseball coach at Ole Miss. I think Coach Bianca is a really high-character guy, class guy. Uh, I'm very happy that uh, that they're agreeable to continue this two games every year between the two schools. And you know, Kelly, it's about a 500 thing, man. I mean, they it, it's a it was 500 last year. They win the first game, Southern wins the second game. They're going to play again later uh, in Jackson at Trustmark Park. But uh, really entertaining baseball game. And I think Southern Miss fans, and I know. I know you hate to lose, and you really hate to lose to Ole Miss. But there's a lot of there's a lot of things to be optimistic about with this young club. And what's different about an Ole Miss Southern Miss series in baseball as opposed to football is the people in Oxford say a win over Southern Miss doesn't help us as far as RPI or any of those things in football. Right. But clearly in baseball, there's a lot for both teams. That's correct. Not only to be playing for the win, but both teams in the top 25, regardless of what, what you know, poll you look at, it's going to be a You're right. an, an RPI builder for and you. And here's an odd thing, and maybe you could explain this to me because I'm not smart enough to understand this. That was probably losing to number 13 Ole Miss 4-3 to last night. Probably increased – 
Southern Miss's RPI as opposed to beating a Central Arkansas, as, as good a team as that was, doesn't help your RPI. In fact, Southern Miss won two out of three last weekend, as we know. And in the, the Massey ratings, Southern Miss lost six spots. Right. They won two out of three, but they lost six spots. So it could very well be when the Masseys come out on Monday, we'll see. You know, where, where that might have uh, fit into the equation. So the people that do those things say there's more value in a nail-biter loss against a, a highly respected program as opposed to winning games against a team that's not getting a lot of respect. And it was on the road. This particular game last night with Southern Miss was on the road. Right. So I was glad to see Drew Boyd from Oak Grove get out there and throw it so Great well. Great performance last <laughs> and night. And, you know, what a lot of people sometimes don't know, and I know his dad would probably kill me for saying this, but, you know, lots of times those athletic genes, you know, run through the, through the family. And his dad was a three-sport letter winner at right. Southern Miss. Right. You know, and that can't be, can't be understated. Well, you know? Here's what he did, Kelly. Uh, it was his first start. Uh, we're talking about Drew Boyd. He gave up two runs, four hits, and four innings against Ole Miss. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And you don't think he was just a hair bit nervous? Oh, you know he you was know, nervous. Going out yeah. there tomorrow night you know so, to respond in that type of pressure. But the thing, too, about Drew, and we don't say this about all the kids because it's not, not necessarily true. Drew Boyd has always got a smile on his face. He is the nicest kid mm-hmm. you'd ever want to meet. He doesn't make fun of me because I'm fat or old. Mm-hmm. Well, that's rare. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Very rare. I always get nervous when people say, aren't you Kelly Sander? Why? Do, do, <laughs> is it a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, no, Drew's, Drew's a great kid. And that confidence, we've talked about how confidence builds your competence. You know, if you know you can go out there and shove against Ole Miss, you know, that's... So that a, has to help this kid. Oh, for us. sure. Gosh, yeah. yes. And I would think it earned him another opportunity to start next week. They got a midweek game next week against Mississippi State. And you cannot, and this can't be understated, you cannot have too much pitching. No. You cannot. No. I mean, when you get into the Conference USA tournament and then the regionals, it's all hands on deck. And you want right. guys that have got some, you know, got a few miles on their tires, right. you know. Now, you coached uh, Little League Baseball a lot, so you can answer this far better than me, but... I just think it's nothing but a – I know how frustrating it is to play young players. There was a, an incident last night in the game. It's nothing, nothing with two outs. Southern Miss gets an Ole Miss runner trapped between first and second. The sophomore overthrows the freshman. It's covering second base, and Ole Miss ends up scoring two runs. But So you're going to have those ooh moments – but, Kelly, it can be nothing but good to have these kids getting all this game time. And, and every game where you make little mistakes, you jot it down on a notepad. Here's what we're going to work on in practice this week. So right. sometimes, you know, mistakes being made can help your team get better. No moral victories, but that's a that was a good game last night for Southern Miss Baseball. And uh, they'll be back in action Friday afternoon. All right. Kelly's favorite sport, I don't know why, but he's a big, big supporter of beach volleyball. And uh, we're going to be talking to the head coach about that next. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. Glad you're with us around the state this afternoon. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmark. CampusBookmark.net. 
biggest selection of Southern Miss apparel anywhere on the planet. Even have stuff that fits me and Kelly. We appreciate that very much. And, you know, they have little knickknacks, too, the stuff that with the Southern Miss logo on it. So right. if you're looking for what, what they call a happy down here right. in the south, you know, two, three bucks all right. the way up to whatever you want to spend. They've, they've got you covered. Anything price ranges, anything Southern Miss, they've got it there. No question. If you if you live in other parts of Mississippi, listen to the Eagle Hour every day. We hope you do. and glad you do. You can go to campusbookmart.net, and uh, they will deliver it right to your front door. Even though my buddy here is still having a hard time grasping this thing where you sit down at a computer buy something and then a stranger brings it to your house well and and i'm told that like the power company and the water company you can go on that same computer and you just type in some numbers and it pays your bill no not me i'm taking my cash yeah. To the water company. and to, yeah. you know. You'd be surprised what can happen when you type things into that computer, Kelly. Well, as you well know. I, well, <laughs> to the top. To the top. All right. Here we go. Beach Volleyball won a really, really big game uh, yesterday. They beat Louisiana Monroe 4-1. to Earned their first CCSA win in program history. And uh, that's due in no small part to the new coach, Sean Taylor. And we welcome Sean to the Eagle Hour. And congratulations, Coach. Uh, first big step, right? Thanks, fellas. Before we get too far, Kelly, we got to get you up to 2020. I spend all my time on the road, and if I'm not doing that online stuff, then my bills don't get paid and the power gets shut shut off. So, well, Coach Kelly's convinced this is a fad. This computer thing is a fad. <laughs> well, I've talked to Al Gore, and he didn't he didn't mean for this to last any longer than an election cycle. So, right, right. <laughs> Kelly's not sure what's going to happen first. Computers are going to go away, or global warming is just going to end it all. So, either way, Kelly's not going to get too attached. To and I'm not going to buy a computer because if Bernie gets elected, he's going to take half of my computer anyway. And I don't know what good a, a half a computer would Fair be. Enough. But, but Coach, you're a native of of Kansas. You did you played undergrad at you had Graceland College in Lamoni, Iowa, which big, if you, big town of Lamoni. oh, and I'm telling you, if you're not if you're not sleeping in Lamoni, you might as well be camping out because that's as good as it gets, <laughs> Lamoni, Iowa. So where is so you played indoor volleyball? Let's talk about the the different skill sets between the indoor game and the beach game that you now find your, yourself coaching at Southern Miss. Yeah, I, I tell everybody. Um, Indoor volleyball, you tend to have to be a specialist. You have to be really good at one or two things. Um, the beach game tends to be one of those jack-of-all-trade kind of deals where if you have a weakness, the opponent can exploit it because there's only two people out there playing. And so we've got to work really, really hard to be, to be good at everything. Um, and then if we got a couple of great skills, even better. I would, I would think that because just moving around in sand, because as – most of you know I am in top physical condition, uh, but I would think <laughs> to the top. I, I would think that the endurance that an athlete would have to exhibit on the sand game would be, and because there's only two, whereas the indoor game has six. Yeah, it, it is substantially different. Um, and you throw in the heat or the cold and the rain, um, and and it, it is just a little bit different player. Uh, and I, I tell my my friends. Um, that have been snow skiing quite a bit. I said, you go, you go skiing, right? They're like, yeah. I said, you're a pretty good skier. Oh, yeah, I can ski. I can ski black diamonds. I go, have you ever tried snowboarding? Oh, I'm horrible at it. I'm like, that's, that's about like what it's, you know, pretty similar from going to indoor to beach. And that um, volleyball is in the title, 
but it is a very different sport. And yeah, indoor volleyball, you might burn, if you're playing really hard, a couple hundred calories. Our girls have those new fancy monitors that, um, you know, hook up to your computer if you have one and uh, <laughs> tells, tells them that they're burning somewhere in the neighborhood of 4,000 calories for a training session. So wow. uh, we're certainly getting after it out there. So, Coach, uh, for, for listeners that may not know and, and for myself, is this a separate group of kids that are on the beach volleyball team than the indoor volleyball team, or is there some crossover? Uh, right now, about well, not about, right at 50% of our girls are crossing over. So um, our roster, as it sits, has 12 players on it. Six of those girls come from the indoor side. Um, so we're, we're moving in a direction, and, and part of the goal of hiring me was that they get kind of two independent programs. Um, but we're always going to have those special players that can kind of double up. Uh, your football player that, that's a star track athlete, so to speak, that can do both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we anticipate having a couple of those. We'd like to move towards the direction sooner than later where the teams function independently just because uh, you are going to get great at what you, whatever you spend your time doing. And there are kind of two contrasting styles, I guess, when, when you look at indoor versus the beach game. And are there separate scholarships set aside for each sport? I mean, are these will these be full scholarship athletes in, in both beach and indoor volleyball? Yeah. So the way indoor works at the Division One level is they get twelve full scholarships, and it's kind of an all or nothing deal um, to be fully funded. What what they deem fully funded at the Division One level for beach volleyball, you can have six scholarships. Uh, but it's comparable to baseball, track and field, some of those other sports, so we can stack academic money. So um, we're looking for those smart young women that are highly athletic um, that want to come here and help us get better. But, but uh, at, Go ahead. But I'm guessing it would be reasonable that, that, the, that the girls who can really play this well, there are more of them in California per capita than Montana. That's a pretty safe assumption, or even <laughs> Yeah. Um, you see why he's on the show, Coach. He's so keen in thinking things out like this. We, we just couldn't do this show without him. Yeah. But they probably paid for the beach game at the high school level in California, do they not? Uh, in places. Um, but with the addition of collegiate volleyball, they, they recognize it as an NCAA sport right at eight years ago. You're starting to see travel programs pop up in Dallas, in San Antonio, um, in Kansas City, even, even in like Dubuque, Iowa. Um, they're starting to have little pockets where girls are starting to focus on beach volleyball year-round. Uh, some places up in, in the Cincinnati area are even adding like 12-court indoor beach facilities. I think that's an oxymoron, um, but they're starting to have facilities where they can go train even in the winter months where it gets too cold to be outside. So, yes, California uh, has it going. The game was invented there, and per capita, they've certainly got more players, um, but there are more and more programs, or I guess more and more youth programs around the country, and uh, you're starting to see 
places pop up where they're producing a lot of talent at a young age. And I know, Coach Taylor, we just kind of met you on the air, but I kind of resent you calling me an oxymoron. <laughs> now, usually, pe- usually people—I'm just kidding, of course. Most pe- times, people just call me a regular moron. Right, not, yeah, not, yeah. Not, pretty much over here every well, day. We'll, we'll wait till the second or third show. Right. There you go. All right, Coach. How big was this win for your program? This win over Louisiana Monroe. Uh, it was huge. Uh, you know, and I thought backing up a little bit. We came out and and we played well Saturday, but we came out really nervous, really tight. And I think some of that was UNO. A lot of it was us wanting to get the win so bad. Um, we've been working hard, and as you guys know, it's, it's been 30 degrees some mornings when we wake up, and we've been out there in the sand getting better. And so I think the girls wanted to really showcase um, what they've been putting in. And unfortunately, we, we came out and we played so tight that, that we didn't really play our game and, and the stuff that was really starting to click in these last couple of weeks. And I thought against ULM, we settled down, we relaxed a little bit, and we played our game. Um, to get the first conference win, to get the first comp- to get the first win of the season is huge. Um, and, and so hopefully they're starting to see that the stuff that we're working on, um, technically and tactically, will work and will yield success. And we just got to stick to it. Well, look, Coach, we appreciate you coming on the show. Congratulations uh, on that first big win. And uh, hopefully, if we haven't scared you off, we can get you back on and kind of keep our listeners updated on how your season is going. We'd love to come back at any time, especially if I get to harass you too. All right. Good deal. <laughs> and, Coach, like the other sports at Southern Miss, do they sell beer at Charles Games? <laughs> uh, we are working on it. However, uh, in the meantime, if, if you want to tote a cooler – Pack it up. Come on out. We just ask that you don't have any glass because okay. barefoot and glass doesn't mix too well. No. But no. now you're talking. Yeah, we can pack yeah. our own cooler. All now right, Coach. Talking. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate your time. Absolutely, fellas. Thank you. All right. That's the new beach volleyball coach at the University of Southern Mississippi, Sean Taylor. And congratulations to them, Kelly. They win their first conference, uh, get their first conference win against uh, Louisiana Monroe. You got to you got to take that first step, don't you, before you can start running. You got to crawl before you can walk or walk before you can jump in this case. But uh, Coach Taylor, a native of uh, around Manhattan, Kansas up there. He's a Kansas State Wildcat. So good to have another Big 12-er around. All right, stay with us, everybody. We'll be back. Eagle Hour will continue after the break. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Every Southern Miss fan's favorite place to pregame or tailgate. 4th Street Bar right across the 
Fourth Street Bridge that goes over Highway 49 within the shadows of Southern Miss's M.M. Roberts Stadium, home of the 895 lunch special, great Southern Miss memorabilia. And if you like to shoot billiards, pool, whatever you want to call it, there's always a game waiting for you. Darts, they've got trivia back now that they'll uh, play every once in a while. Lots of good uh, drink specials all the time and great Southern Miss people, a great place to hang out. Fourth Street Bar and Grill, we appreciate their support of the Eagle Hour. All right, our next guest uh, is the owner of the Big Gold Nation website, which is a a website dedicated solely to uh, Southern Miss sports and athletics. Heath Hinton joins us from the First Bank studio in Laurel this afternoon. And Heath, first of all, thanks for coming on the Eagle Hour. Well, thanks, guys, for having me. Thank you for having me on to talk about this stuff. It's always a lot of fun. Sure. All right. For for listeners around the state that may not know, and I don't think there are many that probably don't, but there, there may be some. Tell us what Big Gold Nation is and, and how you became the uh, owner of this of this establishment. Well, a uh, good friend of mine, Lanny Mixon, ran it, and then he had to step down because he wanted to seek other opportunities and asked me if I wanted to uh, take over, and I said, sure, and uh, started – of course, I was in radio for a while and uh, started doing Big Old Nation and been doing it for three years now and having a blast. And uh, it was a great opportunity, and now I get to uh, cover Southern Miss. I mean, I'm a Southern Miss guy. Went to school at Southern Miss, been to all the Southern Miss sporting events. So it was an easy transition for me just to uh, become an insider and uh, do recruiting, talk about all sports. And it's been a great opportunity to get to know coaches and players over the time and, and make lifelong friendships with other Miss fans. So in a sense, you're sort of like a, you're sort of like a sports reporter that uh, covers all things uh, regarding the athletic department, coaches, does you do feature stories, news stories, uh, provide information. But you have a platform that is the Big Old Nation website that – that is the vehicle for all of your your journalistic work. Oh yes, sir. I have uh, a lot of my stuff I put out is on the Big Old Nation board. You become a member of the Big Old Nation. It's uh, nine, a little over nine dollars a month, and uh, you get all the inside information, like uh, what coaches are coming in. Uh, had that information uh, for football. It haven't officially been released, but we have. A, we already know who some of the coaches are and coaches changes, so you can go on there and see that. Uh, recruiting information for football, baseball, and basketball, we'll have that information on there. Uh, special times, we'll get to talk to Coach Ladner, maybe uh, you know, good relationship with him, uh, Coach Berry, um, Coach Hop. It, it, it's, it's really good. If you're a big Southern Miss fan and you want the inside information, find out what's going on in Southern Miss. Maybe a little bit of the juicy uh, gossip that's happening. It's always a good time to go to Big Old Nation, become a member of the loyalty board, and uh, read the articles. And I know that the school appreciates any and all publicity that it can get, as long as it's as long as it's accurate. And that's you know kind of a a journalist, a pure journalist. You want accurate information. One of the things that has to drive administration and coaches crazy, Heath Hinton, is the discussion uh, boards. The chat boards that people get into on on Big Gold Nation and kind of vent sometimes, sure. and but that's they need to understand that's just kind of part of it. Well, that's these people get they pay nine you know dollars a month, and that's their right to get on there and be upset about things if they're not happy. That's their place to vent, and you know you also want to make sure you know when people I'm always on there people vent. You want to make sure that they have the right information that uh, not the wrong information is going out. But these people need a chance to vent just like anybody else, and uh, it's a good opportunity to do that on the board. 
but yeah, we're big on making sure the information is right. I only post stuff uh, if I have a really good idea or I've talked to somebody and I have it confirmed. If not, I always say this is just a rumor. But if it's confirmed, I put it out there. I'm very big on making sure everything's okay before I put it out. Because because that's when when things aren't accurate, and that's that's the problem that a lot of people have with social media. This is not social media. This is a full fledged website. But I'm just saying the the fact that anybody can can go onto social media and say whatever they want to say, whether it's accurate right. or not. I guess it can be a pretty slippery slope at times. Right. It is. It can be. You're exactly right. But the thing is, you got to have integrity and you got to make sure that. I'm big about what goes out on my board and, and on the website is true. I don't post uh, a lot. Of, I don't post things that are that are lies or that are not truth. Um, you know, I talked to Coach Barry today. An interesting point. Last night, the Southern Miss baseball team played with 13 guys out with the flu. 13. Think of that. Mm. 13 guys out with the flu. So it was up from it was up from the nine on Monday. Right. That's right. Yeah. So it was 13 that they had with the flu. So, you know, it's things you want to make sure that type of information is okay. Uh, Coach Ladner, what happened, you know, during the basketball season, a lot of people had different opinions, rumors, but you want to make sure you get that information out there, same as football. It's more of a a situation where you go there, you get information, but you know it's going to be true. All right, so let me ask you a couple questions here, Heath. Let's see, you've got hundreds of people that go go to your message board from all over the country, even Europe. You said some military guys in uh, Europe follow it. Let's go back to football. What was the consensus of opinion of all of your uh, participants in your message board? What was the overlying consensus of opinion about the football season? Uh, They were disappointed in the way the football season ended. It just seemed like that uh, the team, it looked, if you want to be honest, the team wasn't prepared to play or they weren't uh, prepared to make adjustments during the game. That's the general consensus right now. Mm-hmm. And they want to see uh, better coaching and uh, believe the athletes are there. It's just that, you know, Coach Hopp and them have to do a better job, especially in the bowl game when you come out and you surprise Tulane, you make them adjust, but then you can't make adjustments on top of that yourself. People see that and they're upset. Um, it's... You know, they're upset. they want to see Southern Miss do well. And with the recruiting classes Southern Miss has had, which are always in the top three or four in Conference USA, Southern Miss, or they're usually one or two in the West. Southern Miss should be winning championships right now. And that team last year was a team that should have won a championship, in a lot of people's opinion. In your, in your journalistic uh, uh, prowess, Ethan, of anything that you've written in the three years that you've owned Big Gold Nation, is there anything, is there any article that you regret? Is there anything that you reported that you thought back later, you know what, I probably didn't need to say that? You know, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, no, I got in trouble one time. It's a funny story. Uh, I put on Twitter that a young man had uh, stopped playing football, and they called and they said, you know, we don't want to put that out. I said, I'm sorry, but I, you know, the kid on Twitter put it out before I did, um, which was a football player. But, no, I, I've looked back now. I don't have anything that I regret that I reported. Because I just I, I don't I, I make sure when I do my reporting right now that everything is kosher. So I don't look back right now. I don't have anything that I've regretted that I've put out. No, and, sir. and the fact that you've had to cover these coaches and so on in a journalistic way, but yet you have a personal relationship with them as well. How does that muck up the water if you have to report something that might be perceived as negative? Uh, you know, they're pretty good about it. They understand that I have a job to do and they have a job to do. And, and uh, 
it's 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 a give and take. You know, they know that I have to report the truth, and they know that sometimes some things that I report is not going to be the best. But they also understand that. Look, this website's there to help their program as well. You know, the more people that uh, read stuff about Southern Miss, the better it is. Especially when you know, think about it. You don't have a local paper in Hattiesburg to carry right. your school. Right. So anything, any type of. Uh, any type of publicity, any type of media for them, they really appreciate. Well, he just he just fired some shots at the Hattiesburg American. Yeah. Well, no, no, I wasn't firing. I'm just making the statement. No, it's true. It's true. Now, Heath, we uh, coaches are like everybody; they're human beings. Every every coach has a different personality. We on this show deal with all the coaches as well, and we find some coaches to be open, cooperative eager to promote their programs, always willing to come on the show. And we find some that are not. And uh, just for whatever reason, don't feel that it's important to promote their show through this vehicle, at least. Do you experience that uh, in dealing with the coaches, uh, the difference in coaches that we see? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. There are some coaches at Southern Miss that when you contact them, they're, they're eager to come on the air and are they eager to go and be uh, to do an interview and then there are some coaches that it's like pulling teeth to get something from them because they don't like talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just and, – and that a lot of that is just the uh, – I don't think the coaches are hateful or anything. I just think some coaches have a personality mm-hmm. that leads to that where others don't. Um, I think the basketball coaches at Southern Miss are probably some of the best in baseball or some of the best about, about right. being on the show. Right. Um, I just – or being on uh, Big Old Nation doing an interview. Right. So I think it's just a lot of – you know, it depends on the personality of the coach as well. Right. All right, look, we're out of time, but we're going to get you back. It's interesting stuff. Tell our listeners how they can become subscribers to Big Gold Nation. Yeah, you just go to uh, BigGoldNation.com or SouthernMiss.Rivals.com, uh, become a member. Um there's different ways you can join. You can pay by month or you can pay yearly. They run a lot of deals every now and then, so uh, look for that and uh, come be part of the group. We have a lot of fun on the message board. There's a lot of things that uh, we talk about and uh, hope to have a lot of people on. You know, on one of the things on the message boards, Bob, they said there's one guy that does the Eagle Hour that's an idiot. And I don't like them talking about you like that. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. It doesn't bother me. Hey, hey, thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it very much. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed day. All right. Yeah. Heath Hinton, everybody, with Big Gold Nation on the Eagle Hour. At least I think they were talking about you. I think they probably were. We'll be right back. <laughs> Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon. This segment sponsored by Hattiesburg Toyota. Great place to go buy a truck, car, or SUV. Hundreds and hundreds of cars on the lot right here on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. Uh, they'll give you the best deal in town. Great service after the sale. Don't forget about their customers. 
uh, once the purchase has been made. And if you want to get in touch with Hattiesburg Toyota, just simply call 601-544-9767. I'm not very musically Go inclined. Ahead. You but didn't finish the number. 601-544-9630. That reminds me of a song you were singing earlier before we went on the air. You don't want it to reminds you nothing let's, of that let's song. Let's not try yeah. down that bridge. <laughs> That's right. Talk about a slippery slope. Yeah. Right. I want to thank Keith Hinton for coming on the show, Big Gold Nation. If you're a Southern Miss fan and you want to stay in the know, I would suggest you go to BigGoldNation.com. I think it's nine ninety nine a month, less than Esquire here spends every day on junk food for lunch. Or you could download our Eagle Hour shows on any wide variety of formats, including Stickler and what? Like what? what, like what Stickler and Stick, what? Else? No, what no, it? it's uh. Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes podcast app, Google Play, and on SoundCloud. Wow, I think he was just he was just talking Mandarin wow. Chinese because I didn't understand wow. anything. You were over there calling it Stickler. That's right. Yes, well, you can listen to us either. live on the internet on Supertalk Hattiesburg or supertalklaurel.com. Okay, so if they wanted to listen to today's show, how long would it take to get up there and on the cloud or whatever? It usually takes <laughs> it. <laughs> we end at two, so it takes it about half an hour to yeah. pop up there. But Kelly, they can listen to us live in Saudi Arabia if they choose to. I don't, I don't think they are. We're streaming, Kelly. What does water have to do? What, what's, is that, is that I, I don't think they are. Why do you think that? I, you know, I just I don't, I don't think so. You don't think there so. could be a Southern Miss person in Saudi Arabia? I mean, if they are, I'm, I'm mistaken, but I just don't think so. So what's are. that term when everybody, when it's blowing up on the Internet, it's viral? Vi- oh, I was going to say vital, but viral. Viral. That's sort of like the Corona flu. I was going to say, man. <laughs> oh, that's it, a virus. And Luke is coming back next Monday, and we're he's not he's, coming over here. He's going to do the show. <laughs> he's going to do the show from Laurel for fourteen days. Isn't that the quarantine period? Yeah, and then or the, Sheila. The studio will be all wrapped, and you know, we're going to wrap Luke in tinfoil yeah. before he comes in the building every day. Softball got beat too. Doggone it! Four to one to McNeese State, Kelly. They're eight and four on the season now, but McNeese must have a heck of a program. Yeah, they were fourteen and two coming into the game. Yeah, and our guys, of course, are going to 14, McNeese. If thirteen and two, right, right? And the guys are going over there to McNeese this weekend. So we're hoping that the McNeese program doesn't do to what we did to Central Arkansas. Right. Last weekend, both the men and women's but team. But softball's off to a good start. For uh, sure. Eight and four, they're a really solid team. They seem to hit the ball very well, and uh, obviously they're well coached. You know, you and I, in all honesty, had kind of raised an eyebrow a little bit when we first heard about the new softball coach being a special forces ex-soldier coming in to coach a bunch of uh, 18, 19-year-old women. But we've talked to some of these kids that play, and they really like the new coaching staff. And you know, the game, I think, has evolved, too, because you used to coach softball. Yeah. And and I remember growing up, a lot of softball scores were 2-1, to 1-0. One, right. One right. But now it's not unusual at all. What, the late Eagles put up, what, 10 runs in a game last weekend? Or Correct. Something? I mean, right. it, it just there's a lot more pop to the to – the, Hitting now than there used to be, and I think I think this coaching staff placing a lot of emphasis on hitting. This seems to be more of a hitting softball team, perhaps than uh, than what we've seen in the last couple of years. And you know, this kid we interviewed, Madison Rayner. She's a nice kid, isn't she? She's a great kid, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, she she got a hit last night, and you know, she's a tiny little thing. Uh, looks like she might be in a beauty pageant more than a softball. Uh, but uniform, but she's apparently a very good player and led the team in or led the country yeah. in triples. Right? I wonder if she had any yeah. more triples last weekend. Yeah. So congratulations uh, to Madison, uh, Destiny Brown, Alyssa Davis, and uh, there was one more player. Uh, 
Carly Nichols uh, pointed out last night, uh, they all played very well against McNeese State. So a setback, but against a very, very good program. And it looks like uh, things are on the up and up for the softball team. And spring training for football, I'm sure will get underway here pretty soon and culminate with the uh, spring game, usually in April. I'm sure the university will be getting out dates about that. And they usually try to coordinate with the baseball program, too, so that it's a big you know, weekend on campus like the last couple of weekends have been. Mm-hmm. So I know people will be uh, looking forward to you know, the, the guys hitting the gridiron again this spring and kind of see what some of the new recruits – are going to come up with. All right, one minute left of the show, Kelly. Basketball, they've really got to win Saturday, and, and they're going to have a pretty tough go of it, aren't they? Any, well, UTEP is the farthest trip to the west, okay? And yeah. I guess Old Dominion is the farthest trip to the to the northeast. And that was that was a tough one against uh, Middle Tennessee. I don't know what it's it is. It's hard about, to figure. About the Blue Raiders, man. Everybody else beats them. We just, we just struggle right, against them. So it right. must be a matchup thing. But uh, tomorrow on the program, Coach Jay Ladner will be joining us. Right. Uh, the Eagles before they – That's what they call a segue, Kelly, in the business. What we just did was a segue, just FYI. So would the cross-promotion be that we're going to be at Sully's on Friday? <laughs> Could be. That'd be a cross promotion. Okay, yeah. We're going to be at Sully's uh, at the South Hattiesburg exit off of Highway 59. But back to the segue. Who's on the show tomorrow? Coach Jay Ladner, the men's basketball coach. So he'll talk about that UTEP trip and about uh, the the two other games remaining after uh, the game coming up this weekend. And that's a rare Sunday contest, Bob. I think it starts at noon. I think noon on Sunday or maybe 6 p.m. on Sunday. But anyway, it's Sunday. Kind of a weird time. Also, Patrick McGee on the show tomorrow, as he is every Thursday, as the weeks just fly fly by we're already looking at a thursday edition of the eagle hour and that wraps up the wednesday edition we thank you very much for listening we'll be back tomorrow at one o'clock and until then southern miss to the top into the future Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.